In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. I've been working pretty intensely on the Avitis newsletter this week, so I've had a lot of PR and communications in my mind. And the essential question if you're doing PR and communications is how do you capture people's attention and the essence of an event or a theme or an idea with the fewest words and images possible? And since as of today, we are in the season of assumption now, I've been puzzling over how to convey the meaning of today's great feast on the front cover of the Avitis, concisely and powerfully with one image and just a few words. Now the official name of today's Feast isn't very PR friendly. Tonen surp astvazasni vera pochman yev charohortnek. In English, the feast of the Assumption of Mary, the Mother of God, and the blessing of the grapes. As a title, it's a bit of a communications nightmare. It's too long, and the words are not easily grasped. I will be kind and not quiz you on what exactly is the assumption. But I will ask you to ponder how you would capture the meaning of this great feast with a couple words and an image. And I'll give you a hint with the image. It's on the cover of today's bulletin. This splendid image does indeed capture much of the meaning of today's feast, and we will get back to it soon. But first, let's start with the words. I found a few taglines which might work to capture the meaning of today's feast in a few words. How about, you never come second by putting God first. Not bad, but eight words. Put God first, you'll never be last. That's seven words. Put God first, that's three words. Can't beat that, but you can if you're speaking Armenian because you can just say Arach Astvads. We have a great idiom that means God first, but it's hard to translate fully in English because it's not a statement or com command, God first. It's the shortest of prayers, which I encourage you to say all the time and why not cross yourself? It's kind of like God willing. It's a prayer of surrender. But even more humble, I think, than God willing. Because no one knows the will of God. But wherever God is, whatever God wills, whatever God's timing, we trust and we try to follow. So what does Arach Astvads have to do with the Feast of the Assumption of Mary, the Mother of God, and the Blessing of Grapes? Well, today's feast is nothing less than a yearly reminder, a very tangible one, of who belongs in first place. In the Blessing of Grapes, we carry on this Old Testament commandment of God that whatever is first, a firstborn child, a firstborn animal, the first fruits of the harvest 
these belong in a special way to God. And as grapes were always the first fruit of the harvest coming out earlier than the rest of the harvest, we acknowledge these first fruits as belonging to him in a special way who gave the entire gift of this year's harvest, if you will. And so in this blessing of grapes, we refresh ourselves in a life lesson that we're supposed to use every day, every hour, that if not for God, we would have nothing. We would be nothing. And as we go stronger in this discipline of putting God first, we're promised that all other things will fall into their proper place. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, says Jesus, and all of these other things will be given to you as well. Now, before this feels too easy, there's one problem with communications, catchphrases and slogans, They make things very simple, but that does not make them easy. And it's so easy to say that our priority is God and then family and then work, but it's much harder to live in this way. Somehow the priorities of our deepest self tend to get usurped by the priorities of our lesser self. A very famous businessman put it this way. He said, I believe in God, I believe in my family, and I believe in work. But when I get to the office, I reverse the order. Why do we reverse the order? Why do we tend to spend our lives on less important things instead of more important ones? Well, apparently, as you know, it's part of a great flaw we carry as humans. And from the first man and woman, Adam and Eve, to down to each of us, we tend to put ourselves before others, our anxieties before our trust. We want to be gods rather than letting God be God. The good news, though, is that we have help and we have a wonderful example and a method even to follow in growing out of these bad habits. And this is where I would bring the image back in for our bulletin cover, which conveys some profound meaning. This rule of Arash Astvads is not just for creatures, God's creatures. It runs all the way to the top, to God himself. God did nothing asked us to do nothing that he did not himself do first. And with the arrival of Jesus into the world, even God would follow his own rule of offering up his first fruits, his firstborn, his love to the world in the coming of Jesus. And through the humble obedience of Mary, whose assumption we celebrate today, God offered up his firstborn, Jesus, as the first fruit the first man of the heavenly kingdom. And by his only begotten son, this path to salvation and eternity was opened before all of us. And so today, as we bless the first fruits of the harvest, let's always remember to offer the first of our time and the first of our riches and the first of our love to God. To recall that before we were born to our parents, we were born to God. To recall that before we put our clothes on each morning, we are called to clothe ourselves in Christ. We're called to trust that before anything good comes, God comes first. Such that Arachastvads, in his grace, we will grow to the full stature of what we were called to be. Now and always, and unto the ages of ages.
ครับ